the hard shoulder on News Talk with the all-new Nissan Juke, the coupe crossover by Nissan. Nissan, innovation that excites. Well, at this time every week, it's a pleasure to be rejoined by John Keller, producer and former director of film classification, and our own Sue Murphy of Off the Ball to preview the new movie releases uh, on the big screen and the best on the box from Sue. But before we get into the latest releases, of course, uh, the biggest uh, moment on the box, certainly this week, was the very sad passing of Gay Byrne, uh, funeral mass, 12 o'clock in the Pro Cathedral on Friday. And last night, then, of course, there was an extended, unique, uh, special Late Late Show tribute programme. So, uh, John, you worked with Gay? You found him the consummate professional? Did he do as you said to do? Uh, no, I I was I think I heard you saying earlier his boss. I was in the sense that uh, he was producer and presenter of the Late Late Show in RT, and I was at the time controller of programs. So, uh, and like Pat Kenny said to you also, if, unless they were creating problems for the bosses, they weren't doing their job. So there was that nice kind of conflict. Did you ever have to tick him off? <laughs> I I don't I don't think I. No, I don't think tick off would be the... Uh, no, but did you ever have to say, look, Gay, we have a complaint here? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Plenty of complaints. I mean, they were not doing their job if they were so complaints. Were, were you kind of like a pussycat? Did you say, well, actually, there's some there's some point to this objection? I certainly did, I, if there was. I mean, my job was, was management. In, Sounds in like sense. being ravaged by a dead sheep here. I <laughs> well, mean, like, for heaven's sake. Yeah, I mean, like, did yeah. you ever have to call him to heel? Yes, and how did he take it? Took it uh, not terribly well, and I wouldn't have expected him to, because his job was to put on a good show, and mine, in many other respects, was to make sure that certain rules weren't being... Uh, so you were over. kind of an old crusty of the establishment, yeah. and he was a pioneering yeah, societal was, change agent. Yeah, I was a poacher turned gamekeeper. I, I was, uh, I was looking after the uh, sort of the balance and all the issues that. So as you berated him, you were winking at the same time. <laughs> How did you know that? <laughs> all right, so you watched mm-hmm. it last night, yep. as I'm sure uh, I think six hundred and three thousand people did. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you make of it? Um, like I thought it was a really touching tribute I did shed a few t- I, um, Eamon Dunphy actually made me cry because he just choked up at the end of one of his sentences and I was gone after that Dunphy cries all the time though mm. but uh, <laughs> but it was just it, it what I f- felt the problem was was you had so many people who want to contribute and so many stories that it was actually very difficult for them to fit it in I think they could have got away with a week's content of that and it still would have been brilliant I would have loved to hear more from some of the people that knew him better like Mike Murphy was very very good Tommy Tiernan was actually very good but it was just I just felt like it was a bit rushed and that that was always going to happen it wasn't their fault necessarily but I would like to hear more from people John? I think the scale of it the length of it as well if you like and the number of people and the quality of the guests actually was a very good reflection of the enormity of his achievement the mm. profession, his professionalism his talent his amazing ability as so many people said to let people talk and that was so evident last night but also the affection that he was held in and also the way that he he, he loved Mavericks like he loved Tommy Tiernan he loved Sinead O'Connor he encouraged them and that was that was some a, a really rare and wonderful talent that he had I used to after I left RT for a while I edited the 
Late Late Show uh, into a package for Channel 4. It used to go out in the UK. And it was just the most enjoyable thing I think I ever did because I saw exactly how good he was every week. All right. Well, very well said. Let's move on to this week's movie releases. We've discussed this before in the context of it's going to be on Netflix just a few weeks after going on general release. It's the mega budget Scorsese movie. It's it's called The Irishman and it's got a huge star cast. The thing I can't understand, John, is you give out if anything goes over an hour and a half. This is three and a half hours long and you seem to call it impressive. And I will be going to it again. Oh. I will be going to again. Pass be the Don't ever come near me again <laughs> saying things were too long. Three and a half hours. The superhero. Could it have been shorter? Uh, not. I'd, I'd love it if it was longer. Like, it, it, this is an exceptionally fine movie. This is absolutely terrific. Brilliant. And as you say, with a magnificent cast. And it's like if you... This 30 years after Goodfellas, this, you know, Scorsese kind of does it again. It's a, it's a wonderful crime drama. Absolutely wonderful. And it also reflects a very interesting period in American uh, social history. So, uh, just give us a rough idea of the storyline. Very simple. It's an old man, a very old man, uh, who is the Irishman of the title, Frank Sheeran, kind of looking back on his life. It's his story. And he was a, a union official, a trade union official. He was a hitman. He was a hitman for the Buffalino family. And he was the man who effectively, if you like, disappeared, in quotes, Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa disappeared in the mid-70s, July 75, I think. But three and a half hours is very long. It is, it is. But it's you, you do not think it's, it's long. I mean, you never at any point are sort of squirming in your seat. You're just riveted. Uh, well, I certainly was, and and many others. I think it's 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 terrific. It's based on the best-selling book by Charles Brandt, uh, which was called "I Heard You Paint Houses," uh, which has been sold to over fourteen countries. And it and it, it's a, an interesting story. Is it is it is it gory? Yes, it's got... You want to brace yourself for a Scorsese, It's it's brutal in parts because it's about a hitman and it's about an organised crime family. So Uh, I'm taking it five out of five. Yes. Okay, and I'm sure it's going to be a cracking view and a bestseller. Gold Digger uh, is Tuesday nights, 9pm, BBC One. It's a drama miniseries. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's uh, six episodes. It's Julia Armand is the main actress in it. She plays Julia Day. Um... I think like BBC have been pushing out a lot of their drama recently but some of these short series actually go under the radar and they're very very good but she wakes up on her 60th birthday alone she's just been she just got divorce papers served her from her husband her children have all forgotten about her birthday tell me about it yeah yeah So she goes to an art gallery and she meets a man who's 25 years her junior oh. and strikes up a relationship. Um, but when a she introduces... Romance. Yes. That's when she introduces him to saucy. the family, they're not happy you about this at all. You always bring us this racy stuff. Although I <laughs> worked for two hours Henry the Fourth or Henry the Fifth on Friday night. I, said, I told oh, you it was no, long. No. Yeah, no, but I, I said to Deirdre, sit down now and watch this. Sue recommended it. Do you not like it? No, I, I, I stayed with it. She lost the li- will to live. Did you watch the she said she's going actually, to bed, going to bed. <laughs> Uh, Dublin well, Murders is a, <laughs> Dublin Murders 
should be binned. It is gone with Lexi and the whole. It's just gone. Or Lizzie. Did you watch the last episode? Uh, no, no, I, I gave it's up. Awful. On it. Well, the last I recorded it. Terrible. Well, I tell you what, it's unbelievable. It just got more and more <laughs> bizarre, and I actually was sorry I ever started the goddamn thing. <laughs> but anyway, tell us, tell, Gold Digger. Yeah. It, it sounds like a great actual idea. Yeah. So that it, it, it's kind of like old meets young, exactly. different generations. Yeah, but there's a kids bit of a darkness to it as oh. well. Yeah, because the Dark. kids are trying to go to try and get rid of your man, but also there's a darkness in the family that you don't know what's happening and something happened in the family in the past and also his past is kind of sketchy as well the young man she's involved with alright so, so it's it Gun Digger good, a yeah. Gold Digger and it's uh, Tuesday, Tuesday nights how many series are there? there's six episodes in the series alright that's, yeah. that's like the world on fire is just fantastic I yeah. can't speak highly enough about it. the aeronauts what's this balloon people yeah, Balloon People. It's an adventure kind of drama. It's based on a true story, true events set in 1862. And it's the story of a, a very flamboyant, impetuous uh, young woman, wealthy young woman, widow actually, uh, called Amelia Wren, who gets together with a conscientious, very dogged scientist called James Glacier. And they team up to mount this uh, balloon expedition to fly higher than anybody had ever flown before. So the whole film revolves around this amazing attempt uh, to, to, to reach a new a new record to where the air is extremely thin and their chances of survival are slim because nobody's ever gone that 1862. high. 1862? Yeah. yeah. So it sounds hazardous. It's extremely hazardous. Is it a true story yeah. even? Yeah. Right. Well, it's, it's inspired. At least no monster appears out of the sky <laughs> to destroy it all. So it, you liked it? I, I liked it I, as an adventure story. I thought it was uh, it was very entertaining and very enjoyable. And now you're going to ask me what's the reservation because you clearly... No, no, I, I thought you were in favour of this. No? I, I'm in favour, but there's an element of ponderousness in some of it and in the, in the script. Uh, which it's a bit on the nose, as we say. What so does on the nose mean? It means very obvious and, you know, kind of saying something that you don't really need to say. A look or a glance would, 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 right. would, would do it. Uh, doing it really with broad can, brush strokes. Yeah. Uh, but it does star Felicity Jones and uh, Eddie Redmayne, who were together in The Theory of Everything, if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they're both, they're very good. It's enjoyable. It's melodramatic uh, and it's entertaining and it's visually stunning. In the sky. In the sky, yeah. High up. Very right. high. Very and high. does it have a kind of twist at the end? Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't give any spoilers. No, no, but, but I, I mean like, no, so you're not giving us yeah. a spoiler. Does it have a kind of, is, is it worth staying with it? Yeah, it's got, it's extremely tense. That's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's life-threatening. Yeah. Okay, out of five? I, I would give it three, but others more generous than I would give it four. Right. Right. OK. But it, it, it's not a story you hear of every day. It's exactly. different. Yeah, it's, it's different. different. I like that. And, and it. it's got a credibility to it from a scientific point of view? Apparently, completely so. All right. OK, three out of five, but probably... Uh, Less begrudging. Yeah, would, yeah. Would trending upwards. Trending upwards. OK, next up we have um, Flirty Dancing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you're going to hate this. But I love it. Okay, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> so, is this like first dates uh, over a meal? It is like first dates. I like first dates. Do you? I, I watch it. Sometimes <laughs> when I, uh, I get home at one o'clock and I have nothing and first dates are on, I'll actually numb my brain and laugh <laughs> because they always have the little birds and then they just... <laughs> Yeah, and they can take go separate ways. You know but what I mean. It's the same kind of idea. Same kind of idea. But with Channel Four, Channel Four are very good at doing these kind of dating shows because their researchers are brilliant at matching people. I think that's what makes the whole thing work. And then the editing is excellent. So there's so a likelihood is, they like each other. There's a yeah, they're very good at matching people. Okay, but. 
there's six one hour episodes in this and one of them is going to be for a stand up to concert but the whole idea is it's two pairs of singletons in each show will basically meet Ashley um, Banjo who's based, who's a professional dancer he's going to teach them choreography for a dance separately and then they will meet and they will do the dance together but they won't say one word to each other they will just do the dance together and then they decide off the back of the dance whether they want to have a second date or not Ah so it's the first good. time they meet is yeah. actually Doing the choreography, doing the yeah, right. So it, and, it's and, like, and 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 they have their roles to fulfill, like on Strictly exactly. and all that kind of thing. Exactly. So they've practiced it and rehearsed it, and they're just. But is it a kind of smoochy dance where you know what I mean? Not you can't really. Push. Some of it, like it, a little bit, but it's God, it's unbelievably romantic when you're watching it, and they, their eyes meet, and it's just like sometimes you can feel the chemistry coming off the screen between some of these couples is absolutely right. brilliant. But they do it in public places and do you believe as well. It? Like, do you believe that was their mate for yeah. the first time? Do you not think? that you're just uh, fodder <laughs> for this kind of sap I absolutely think I'm fodder for this stuff but I kind of like it I'm okay with it you don't You don't believe that actually they haven't met for the first time and they actually no no so in, in this case these, <laughs> this, 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 the, one of them I read yeah drinks in the pub where the guy does the yeah, music in the corner yeah. and you said they never met they never met for they were in a God's small, small town she, he was playing music in the bar and she met she doesn't know him but she goes to the same bar that he plays music in okay. I think it's a great idea they it's write fair, this stuff for you that's series you two you fall for it <laughs> flirty dancing Fridays do, at 8pm if you have a <laughs> Shallow, vacuous life. Do watch it. Uh, it's on Channel 4. That's All awful. right. So your TV movie, John? Well, it's an old uh, favourite. Oh, um, Lord, you could have made a bigger effort than this. <laughs> well, this is a big film. Uh, this is uh, Jaws and it's on RT2 oh. on Friday at half nine. I um, love your originality. <laughs> well, the storyline is so simple, you know, a, a sheriff of a, a small uh, seaside community has to stop a great white shark from killing his tourist uh, business. So, and it's got a terrific cast. You know, it's got, it won three Oscars, by the way. Um, didn't get the best picture because one flew over the cuckoo's nest, won that year. But and also <laughs> it won best score, which of course we know. Um, and it's got Roy Scheider as the sheriff. It's got uh, Robert Shaw as mm. the kind of grizzled. Robert Shaw used to live in, in, in Tormakidi, where I know yeah. well. I know yeah. his old house. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And Richard 76. Dreyfus. All right. Jaws is on yet again. RT2 Friday night. But John is really, really recommending The Irishman. And as you know, uh, Sue is a is, is a soft touch for Gold Digger uh, on Tuesday nights and Flirty Dancing, the latest incarnation of pretending to have a dating programme. <laughs>